franchising is the most misunderstood and most overlooked form of entrepreneurship. We're here to educate you and help you find the entrepreneur within. Franchising is not all about the French fries. We find that individuals who are exploring business ownership tend to have a lot of misperceptions and misunderstandings about the franchise industry. So what we want to do is help prospective business owners make confident and educated decisions before moving forward or not moving forward with a business. Welcome to Unpredicted Entrepreneur. Hi, welcome to episode 44 of Unpredicted Entrepreneur. I'm Roxanne Rapsky, and this is my colleague, Sarah Wasco. We created this podcast to bring you information and education on business ownership and all things franchising. Today, our guest is a woman business owner, and she started her business quite a while ago, 2008, and she's going to share her experiences with us. So Kalpana, thank you so much for joining us today. If you'll introduce yourself and tell us your business name and a little bit about what you do. Yes, uh, certainly. Uh, thank you, Roxanne and uh, Sarah and Jordan for having me here this afternoon uh, for on this show. Um, my name is Kalpana Murthy, and I am an entrepreneur. I own uh, and operate a digital marketing agency in Plano. Uh, name of my business is WSI Digital Marketing. We mainly service small and medium-sized businesses to help them with strategies and technology solutions to grow their business online with uh, everything digital, uh, search, social, mobile, anywhere that you have to do marketing and advertising to reach your target market. We are the company to do it. And uh, I started this business in early 2009. and uh, that's about 14 years ago, a little over 14 years ago. And uh, we've been consistently growing and thriving. Um, and we are here helping businesses every day. And uh, one other thing I'm very passionate about is women empowerment. And I uh, work with uh, quite a few uh, business owners. Uh, probably more than half of uh, our clients are women business owners. That's uh, fantastic. Yes. I actually got contacted today uh, by somebody doing a news article that wants to interview me about so many more women going into business now. Um, I started my business right around the time that you did, and I rarely met with any women. It was mostly men. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so what was happening in your life back in um, prior to 2009 that had you considering business ownership? Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm an immigrant from India, so I moved here a little over 30 years ago uh, to go to college and got my uh, graduate degree in computer science and engineering and moved to Texas looking for a job. And I've been here since. And I was in technology. I've been in technology all my life. Um, so I was in telecom industry for about uh, a little over 15 years. So uh, which company did you work for? Just had a question. Well, I started uh, with the, the company name was INET Technologies when okay. I started. And then it was bought over by Tektronix. Uh, this is a company in uh, Oregon, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then it was bought over by another umbrella company called Danaher. So when I left the company, I was with Danaher. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And in 2008, uh, it was uh, it was the telecom uh, bust, right? So, and at that time. 
time, it was already, you know, getting a little old for me, staying with the same company for so long. I wanted to do something, something different. And also, my husband had a very demanding job, um, and my kids were young, and I needed more flexibility. Mm -hmm. So at that time, I think it was October of 2008, when um, our company management decided our entire group uh, was going to be let go. And... Uh, you know, in a way, it was a blessing for me uh, because it was hard for me to make that decision to get out and do something different, right? So, and uh, fortunately, I also got a good severance package from the company, so I was not in a rush to go look for a job. Um, they gave us, I think, six to eight months uh, insurance and money and everything. So I decided, uh, you know, I'm going to take the time uh, and uh, see what I want to do next, what, who I want to be. <laughs> right? <laughs> <you grow> <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you, the next morning I woke up the day after uh, they sent us home. It was, I was, it was heartbreaking for me. Yes. I bet it was. Yes, I woke up and uh, I couldn't uh, figure out, okay, who am I? You know, what am I doing today? How is my day going to look like after kids go to school? Yeah. Right. And you've been uh, working for how many years? 15, 15 plus years with yeah. that company and two years before that. Okay, so, so 17 years you've been getting up and going to work every right, day unless yes. you're on vacation or holiday, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And certainly. then all of a sudden that ends. Yeah. Yes, that ends. And uh, Tektronics, uh, Danaher had already also had gotten us in touch with this company who would help us transitioning, you know, how to prepare a resume because you've been out of the market for so long. And I did go attend those sessions because still I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So they, you know, they helped us with all that, uh, you know, updating my resume and how to do interviews and which companies to go look for and all of that. And I'm still thinking, you know, do I want to go work for somebody else again? Um, or do I want to have that freedom and spend more time with my kids? And I, um, started looking for opportunities to do in technology because I didn't want to move away from the field of technology because that's my passion. I wanted to stay in it. So, and something that I could start uh, from home so that there's not a whole lot of overhead. Um, I know I had some money that came with the package, so I was going to invest that money in, into the business. So, then I came across several companies uh, with technology like IT, like networking, cybersecurity, and also a company that did uh, digital marketing. Um, and uh, there were two companies that I shortlisted, uh, this company in Houston and WSI. And um, the other company in Houston, you know, I, I interviewed them and got all the information I wanted, but I couldn't really find anyone who was already in that business in the area. So I didn't really get a good feel for how it would go once I get into it, uh, as opposed to WSI. When I started talking to WSI franchise department, um, they were very helpful and they got me in touch with uh, franchisees who were already in this area. Right, men, women. Um, so I went and met with a couple of them, uh, and uh, to get an idea on, you know, how how it's working out for them. Right. You know, you know, a lot of people go into franchise business, but not everyone is successful. Right. Right. right? And uh, it seemed like they were very happy. Um, they had made their connections and uh, doing doing well. You know, they were they were um, growing. So that's when my husband and I made the decision, okay, let's go ahead and do this um, because this will, this will keep me in uh, the technology where I want it to be and also kind of move me to the business side of things where I can be a business owner, an entrepreneur. So um, 
we went ahead and uh, signed uh, the franchise contract. I think it was January 27th. I still remember the date when oh, I sent the cool. money over. Where uh-huh. is the money? <laughs> so was that 2009? 2009 uh-huh. of January. Uh-huh. Um, right. Yeah. And uh, so after that, you know, things started rolling. Um, they uh, We scheduled the training sessions in March because that one month I was kind of trying to get things together. And uh, they also gave us a little head start with, uh, kind of starting these mock uh, uh, interviews with clients and uh, see how it would go for me before even I went into so training. like role playing, role playing, role playing, and uh, yeah, see if I knew someone who's in a business who I could go to and do this whole uh, internet business analysis and see how I can introduce my services and things like that. Fortunately. You know, I had a friend, um, a family friend who is a tutor, math tutor in Plano. Uh-huh. My kids used to go to her. And that's the one I, she's a woman, um, you know, woman business owner. I picked her as my role play. Um, yeah. Oh, perfect. Uh, so I went through the whole process, get out all the data and uh, to present at my training when I mm-hmm. went to Canada. So the, the Canada, uh, Toronto is where WSA is located. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, so when we went there, my husband and I, for the training, I had all the data to present to them how, the, how this went and what <laughs> I did and all of that. So uh, it was a really good training. Um, so this training was a lot about sales, which was exactly what I needed um, because sales was all new to me. Um, the most uh, the most I had been in front of clients uh, when I was in technology is, when uh, you know my customer service department would come to me and ask them to troubleshoot some issues with them, right? So never in sales. So it was uh, terrifying to to <laughs> learn that okay, I'm going to be selling stuff now, right? Uh, and uh, also, if you remember, 2009, we were still in deep recession. Yes, we were. <laughs> uh, right. So yeah, so we spent about I think a week to ten days in Canada, t- going through the training. Met a lot other franchises who's who came from all over the world. We met people from Europe, um, uh, South America, Asia. So all of these places. It was really nice to kind of learn how the business world is there. Um, and uh, uh, so we made a lot of connections there to kind of stay in touch and learn from each other and all of that because we were all getting into that new uh, right, right. new business. Um, and uh, so we come back and I, you know, start the business, uh, really, you know, going at it. And um, so the in the beginning, uh, one good thing uh, that we did was we signed up with this company that WSI introduced us to uh, get appointments with clients because it's new. So how do you go find new clients, uh, right? So this company would uh, make cold call on our, on my behalf and set up appointments for me. And um, so this right? was a partner company to WSI. The, uh, so they were stra- they were uh, they would call them suppliers in okay. the network, Supply. right? Okay. Okay. So they, they're one of the services. So they were setting appointments for you. And yes. You know, something that we do talk about um, sometimes with some of the franchisors it, is their proactive marketing efforts, um, at maybe call centers or partnerships, suppliers, what have you, because a lot of people like you are feeling some anxiety about oh, selling yes. because that's something new. Right. Yeah. It's new. And so that was a good thing that uh, we did that. And um, uh, believe me, you know, I, I've gone into these meetings where 
it, it's very cold. You're, you're going into this cold room, right? People are, okay, why are we here? Mm-hmm. So uh, they weren't necessarily sure why you were there sometimes? Yeah, I okay. mean, they would make, take the appointment, then they were not really interested a lot of times, okay. right? So it was all... So really, you had to learn to take rejection. Rejection mm-hmm. and discouragement and wake up, you know, every morning, day after day, uh, learning, okay, today's going to be a better day. Right? One of the first things I learned in sales is they're not rejecting you, mm-hmm. they're rejecting you know, whatever product or service it might be. I remember that at AT AT&T because that was, that was hard for me when I first started uh, in sales. And, uh, you know, I learned at that time, again, it was, it was a recession time. I treated that probably about six to seven months of that first um, uh, part of that business as my learning, learning period, because I learned how to go into meetings, prepare for meetings, how to really handle these uh, people who are very, had their guard up, right? So really how to get through to them and everything. So eight months later, I get like three clients, like uh, in three weeks. So, so you've been these, working for eight months and then all of a sudden they just hit. Right. right? And two of them were business uh, women business owners. One was an artist and the other one is this uh, woman in Addison. These are still my clients. The, I still have those clients that are acquired in like the first, um, you know, first year of my business. They still work with me. That's amazing. Uh, so let's back up a second because I want to make sure I, I don't know if you're doing all this just with that company that's making calls for you or had you done some... Had you started some networking also at this point? So, yes. So that's a good question. Uh, So these uh, clients that I got in the beginning, these are all through telemarketing appointments. Okay. Okay. They were. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were. And um, so, uh, yeah, this is a very uh, good point. Uh, So I joined, the the first network organization I joined uh, in 2009 was Plano Chamber of Commerce. I think in May of 2009. Um, So was that a little bit... Scary for you having oh, believe me, <laughs> walking into the chamber meeting and not knowing anyone as oh, a new member. Oh, terrifying! <laughs> because I remember standing up on it. The meeting is at seven thirty a.m. on Friday mornings, mm-hmm. right? I would stand up. I have all this 30 second commercial prepared and I would stand up and I forget what I'm saying. And I joke. <laughs> We've right? all been there. <laughs> right? And, uh, you know, I really appreciate all these business uh, professionals who, who are in the room. You know, they they would just, you know, uh, really uh, very encouraging. After the meeting, they would come up to me and say, hey, this has happened to all of us, right? Yep. Uh, don't give up on it, uh, right? So, so it will get better. It will get better. So I met all these, you know, uh, business owners uh, who were there for me. So I leaned in and really embraced their, their kindness and help and really became friends with them. And, and it started getting easier. Uh, easier to kind of stand up and speak and uh, really look at meet uh, eye to eye with people right when I'm speaking so yeah I I know I cannot believe where I am today with that uh, but I'd never forget uh, how uncomfortable it was uh, to go into the room and even when you go into these evening networking meetings you'd see this group of people standing in a circle now how do I go break in and say hello and get into that circle but that's you. You guys met at networking. That's how we met, right? Networking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you've both um, seen the value of that, and clearly, you've gained new uh, skills that mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't have been doing if you were still in, in your the, former uh, employment. Oh yeah, exactly. This this uh, business uh, not only has given me flexibility with my time, but it has really given me opportunities to grow both personally oh, yeah. and professionally. You know, I, I volunteer a lot in the community. 
And I network a lot, and I am um, on the board of directors at the Plano Chamber of Commerce, uh, and I've been uh, volunteering with the chamber from 2009. So I started with Ambassador Club. I have moved with from different uh, volunteer positions um, uh, until today. So uh, again, it's not just about uh, selling; it's about really, you know, building those relationships and. Um, you know, having that that community feeling is what has really brought me business, uh, right? As I said, you know, I, I I still don't call call myself a salesperson. I am always about helping and educating people, especially women business owners. A lot of times, come with this intimidation about technology, and kind of easing them into, hey, it's not it, it's it's not rocket science. You know, you can learn this just kind of easing them into it and helping them. So it has all, it's been a learning experience for me. And at the same time, um, it has uh, helped me grow my business. Well, and you make a really good point about networking, because I think people initially see networking as just going out and selling themselves. But it's really, you're right, it's about building those relationships. Um, You know, I haven't said this in a while, but people, (laughs) Sarah's like, can you not say that? But people want to do business with people they know, like, and trust, right? So as they get to know you and trust you and then open up to you about some struggles they might be having with their marketing or whatever, because at first you're a friend first. And then it's then the business comes, I believe. Right. Yes. And and then also, you know, uh, going into these meetings, having domain knowledge in technology, it, it has come in handy for me. So that's an advantage that... I have seen a lot of people don't come with when they go into sales, you know, not believing in what they do. They, you know, just selling does not sell the product or service for you. Just really believing in it and making uh, the people who who you're speaking to really confident about, okay, this person can, can help me. Uh, she can but it really takes time a, to build that confidence. Yeah, it does. And I'm sure in the beginning you felt less confident oh, as yeah. you were trying <laughs> to get started. And uh-huh. then once you got those clients, that's a huge confidence builder. Right, and yeah. then you've seen the success that you've been able to contribute to for those clients. If if they didn't believe or trust in you, they wouldn't have stuck around for 15 years, 14 years now. That really says a lot for what you're doing for those businesses that they're still with you after all these years. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, a lot of times it's uh, you. I feel uh, a burden on myself because there's so much trust they put in me that I have to deliver. Right. So yeah, yeah I make sure that uh, you know I keep them in the loop. Our, we have a very transparent process of what we do for these businesses, where their money is going. And really, you know, if they're getting the results or not, how can we fine tune them to make it better for them? So just constantly working. And I'm also into continuing education. So I'm always learning. And one good thing about in a franchise network like WSI is you have access to a lot of knowledge and resources. Um, they are, yes. you know, giving us uh, you know, all the materials, you know, all the learning resources that I go through and bring to my clients so that they have a competitive edge um, against their, you know, in their market. Uh, so that's, that's how we set ourselves apart. Uh, and if I were to do this as myself, just as a business, then... Uh, you know, yeah, I would probably still do it, but I'll be spending a lot of money and fi- finding all these resources that come to me through WSI. So, yeah. You bring up a good point because we get this question a lot. Hmm. 
well, why would I need a franchise to do that? So you had all the technology background, you understand the digital side of it, you, you had that knowledge. So why not just go off and do that on your own? Expand on that a little bit. Right, yeah. Um, so, um, you know, there is digital, especially digital and technology, it's, it's growing in lightning speed, right? Yeah. So it's very, very hard to keep up even the, even for me to, even though I do it for a living, right? It, it's a lot. So without these resources, I'd be constantly looking to for help. You know, where, where do I go to get all this information? How do I stay on top of everything that's going on with Google, Facebook, and mm-hmm. uh, AI, and chat GPT, and all of this, right? So uh, yeah, you know, as a technology person, I know how, how to go get it, but I wanted to be on the business side also more, right? I didn't want to spend so much time just to kind of digging into these things. I I want to go meet new people, meet new business owners, learn about new businesses, new industries. That's that's a whole new thing, right? Whole different thing than just keeping up with technology. So now what I do is, yeah, I do keep up with technology and everything, but on it for a day-to-day implementation and project deployment, I have my whole team, my technical team that does all of that for me. Uh, so I I am a client facing. Yeah, so you're working right? on your business, mm-hmm. yeah, not, not in, in your business, exactly. which is important to point out. It right? is, yeah. because mm-hmm. to your point, you could be in your office doing research all day long every day. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't With no say human impossible. contact. Yep. <laughs> but it's very difficult to grow a business if you're having to study all day long and not get out and create awareness. I mean, you work, you have a home office, right? I have a home office. I have, I rent an office as well. So Mm -hmm. I work in my office most of the days because Mm -hmm. it's quiet and that's where I meet my clients. Um, But it's not a storefront. It's not something somebody's going to drive by and go, Oh, I'm going to stop there and (laughs) talk to them about uh, my digital marketing. So without that real estate and the, the big sign, you're not that type of business that would bring in that kind of client. Um, you have to create awareness for your business um, in other ways. And you learned how to do that through right. your networking it, and public involvement, community involvement. Yeah, it, it was it was not easy for me <laughs> to get out of that comfort zone, right? I would rather sit in my office and work on my computer. You know, that's where I ever come from. But, but now, you know, I really enjoy meeting new people and uh, really talking to them, learning about their business, their challenges and how how we can work together, right? Um, and uh, you know, bringing that awareness, as you said, uh, that knowledge, sharing my knowledge with people, and this networking again, as I mentioned earlier, it, it's a really good growth opportunity for for anyone to grow yourself personally and professionally. Uh, you learn about people's experiences, their challenges, and I'm also learning from other businesses, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, you know, I was, uh, I mentioned to you earlier, when I started the business, uh, maybe two years into it, I even uh, worked with uh, business coaches um, because it was really important for me to, to get the business organized and see how, where I'm going. Uh, what's my, what does my business plan look like, right? So where do I want to be, you know? Five years from now, uh, what do I want my uh, revenue to look like and how do I get there? 
right? Setting that goals and coming up with strategies and plan to, to get there. So these are all investments uh, into my business so that I, I can reap the benefits of uh, the business, you know, a few, few years from now, uh, right? Well, and that's a good segue because in wrapping all of your learnings up, what would you, if, if I came to you today and said, I'm starting a new business, what would be your top two or three things that you would recommend to me so that I could have an easier liftoff? Right. Um, so, you know, when you start uh, as, a, as a solopreneur, um, you are wearing multiple hats. You're doing all of these things, right? Uh, so uh, fi- figure out what, what your strength is and where your time is more valuable, Right. Uh, would you rather be going and helping other businesses and help them grow their business versus working on your QuickBooks or um, your uh, email marketing or doing things that are just eating up your time, but not really making you money or you know, getting you out there, right? So, and the other thing is uh, really uh, put a plan together. Uh, work with someone who can structure your business in a way that, okay, so these, this is how, you know, I'm going to run my business and these are all some of the tools that I'm going to need, whether it's technology related, work with uh, definitely with the, with the IT person who can set you up with all the uh, tools for project management and uh, your day-to-day operation stuff uh, to automate it so that you're not always working on spreadsheets and trying to kind of clean that up all the time. And so try to automate your business in this, you know, digital world. There are a lot of tools available at a very affordable price. So get yourself organized. Definitely work with a business coach or a mentor that can um, that can help you structure a business and, and show you a path on where you can be. And definitely um, join um, networking groups. You know, I, I'm saying this, I'm in the digital world. I still network because I know that that personal connection goes a long way um, uh, for a business owner. So this would be some of my top things um, that, that I would say. And and I know that I don't. I don't want to forget this. Self care. I'm big on that. I'm, I'm big on work life balance. Um, so you know, I started the business because I want need wanted more flexibility. I wanted to spend more time with the, my family. At the same time, I wanted to um, continue doing what I wanted to. Right. Mm-hmm. So definitely focus on that. You know, take the time for yourself. Uh, take the one day of the week I usually take on Mondays is my planning day. I don't take any meetings on that day. I just work on my business and anything else I have to do to to get get myself organized. So those things set you up for stress-free week, rest of the week. So those are great. Great tips. Excellent advice. Thank you so much, Kalpana, for joining us today. If any of our listeners or viewers um, would like to visit with you and get help with their digital marketing, how would they reach you? Yes, they can um, uh, look me up on LinkedIn. I'm active on LinkedIn. Um, look up for my name or go to our website at kriti, K-R-I-T-I, online marketing.com. 
Very good. Thank you so much. We really appreciate all your uh, insight and background on how you got into business and how things are going for you today. Um, thank you to our listeners for joining us today. Kalpana mentioned she's active on LinkedIn, and so are we. Again, my name is Sarah Wasco. That's W-A-S-K-O-W. My colleague, Roxanne Rapsky, R-A-P-S-K-E. Please look us up and follow us on LinkedIn. Uh, we would love to connect. You can also find us on our YouTube channel, which is FranNet of Dallas, Fort Worth, and Oklahoma. And you can download this episode and other episodes wherever you get your podcast, whatever platform you use. Please look for us there as well, Unpredicted Entrepreneur. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you all have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.